Welcome. This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, the 1st of March. I'm your host, Anastasia Glova. The immigration debate that stalled last year has picked up again after the Senate held hearings yesterday on comprehensive immigration reform. Testifying at the hearings were Homeland Security Chief Michael Chertoff and Commerce Secretary Carlos Gutierrez. Our guest for the podcast today is the director of the Center for Trade Policy Studies, Daniel Griswold, who argues that the only lasting solution to illegal immigration will be to offer a legal alternative. You've read the transcripts of the immigration hearing held yesterday on Capitol Hill. What were Chertoff and Gutierrez angling for in their testimonies? I think what the administration was trying to accomplish today is to demonstrate its commitment to comprehensive immigration reform. It sent two of its heavy hitters on the subject up there, Michael Chertoff, the Secretary of the Homeland Security Department, and Carlos Gutierrez, the Commerce Secretary. And uh, Secretary Chertoff emphasized all the things the administration has done in the past several years to strengthen security at the border and how comprehensive immigration reform, including a temporary worker program and legalization of workers who are here, how that would make his job easier in securing the borders. Commerce Secretary Gutierrez, of course, emphasized the economic angle of immigration and immigration reform. He pointed out to the Judiciary Committee that immigrants play a vital role in our economy. They provide goods and services to Americans at lower prices, and that enhances our standard of living. He also pointed out something very important in this whole discussion about illegal immigration. While the U.S. economy continues to create jobs for high-skilled and low-skilled workers, the pool of Americans who traditionally have filled these jobs, which are Americans without a high school education, continues to drop. In fact, he pointed out that from 1996 to 2004, we actually had a decrease of 4.6 million Americans in the workforce without a high school diploma. So we've got a structural gap between demand for workers in our economy and the supply in the workplace, and yet there's no legal channel for those workers to enter the United States legally. And that has to be the essence of comprehensive immigration reform to expand that legal channel. The administration says that they've already beefed up border security, so why do we still need a bill and a law? Yes, and the administration had something to brag about. They've dramatically increased the number of agents at the border, spending at the border. They've sent the National Guard down there. They've deployed all sorts of high-tech gadgetry, drones and infrared cameras and all that. And they've also increased interior enforcement, you know, raiding chicken processing plants. Just one problem. It hasn't really solved the problem. It hasn't even made a dent in it. That's been the, the story of the last decade or two. And Secretary Chertoff was very clear in his testimony. He, he spent the first three quarters of it saying all the good things the administration's done on border security. And then he said, this can't work in and of itself. We need to have comprehensive immigration reform to take the pressure off the border, to let otherwise peaceful people who are just coming here for a job to come in over legal channels, to bring 11 or 12 million people out of the shadows so that they we know who they are and they'll be more inclined to cooperate with law enforcement. And then his department can train its resources on those people who have criminal acts or terrorist acts in mind. So what is the Kennedy and McCain bill going to look like? Well, last year the Senate did pass a comprehensive immigration bill, and the chief sponsors were Senator John McCain and Ted Kennedy. And it had the essential, I think, the essential ingredients of successful reform. It had a temporary worker program. It had a way of legalizing those workers who are here, and it had enforcement provisions. I do think it was too watered down to have been effective last time. There was just too much controversy in the Senate. Of course, the House didn't pass anything other than enforcement only, and we know from experience that that doesn't work. One of the problems last year with the Senate bill was the quotas for visas was too low. 
Uh, an amendment reduced it to 200,000. I think that's inadequate for our economy. We're creating at least four or 500,000 jobs each year that I think require immigrant labor on the low end of the skill spectrum. If the numbers are too low, we're just going to have the same problem of workers coming in illegally as long as there are jobs available here in the United States. And we've got this 2,000-mile border with Mexico and our other Central American neighbors. I think you're going to have illegal immigration. The other issue that people don't talk about is that a lot of people here illegally enter legally and then overstay. 30 or 40 percent of those here illegally entered legally. And you can build a 2,000-mile fence, and that isn't going to keep those workers out unless we want to shut ourselves out from tourists and business travelers and other visitors. So we don't know what the legislation is going to look like. The Senate Judiciary Committee is going to take that up in the weeks ahead. But all the signs are it's going to have the broad outlines of the legislation last year. I hope they fix some of those provisions that really made last year's legislation ultimately ineffective, I think, if it had become law. We're still hearing some proposals for a national immigration card and retinal scans. What do you think of those? Well, of course, I think for American citizens, a national ID card is something we should oppose. We shouldn't need a license to live and work and support our families. I do think when you're talking about a new visa program, people coming into the country from outside the country temporarily as sort of guests of the country and guest workers, you do have to have some kind of security, especially in this post-911 world. Yes, there's not a terrorist problem emanating from Mexico and Central America, but the workers participating in this program won't be just from those countries. So I think some kind of tamper-proof ID is going to be required to assure people that while we're meeting our economic needs, we're not compromising our national security. And I think uh, Secretary Chertoff's testimony today showed that there isn't a contradiction between sensible, comprehensive immigration reform to serve our economic needs and the need to maintain national and border security. In fact, he pointed out that the two work well together. And what will be the ramifications of this kind of reform? I think we'll see positive ramifications. One, I think we'll see a dramatic decrease in illegal immigration. Immigrants would rather come in legally. And those from Mexico, they jump at the chance to come in legally, to have full privileges in the workplace, to be able to go home multiple times to visit family. We know from the 1950s with the Bracero program, when we increased the number of visas, illegal immigration dropped dramatically. Two, I think we'd be more secure because we'd start to drain the swamp of smuggling and document fraud. You know, our efforts to stamp out illegal immigration without any kind of worker program has spawned a whole underworld of uh, document fraud and smuggling. It's created a kind of underground labor market. And I think comprehensive immigration reform would bring that market up into the full sunlight. And finally, we'd benefit as Americans. We'd know who those 11 or 12 million people are who are currently here illegally, be, take a lot of the pressure off U.S. employers having to be experts in documents and looking people over and you can't discriminate against Hispanics and yet we know they're a majority of the illegal immigrants. So I think comprehensive immigration reform would answer so many problems that are currently facing our immigration system. We just need the political will to do it. And I think today's hearings hopefully will be the beginning of the end of this problem we have with illegal immigration. The majority of support for the Cato Institute's work comes from individuals, and Cato depends solely on tax-deductible contributions to provide the public with a wealth of free resources, including this podcast. We hope you'll consider supporting or even joining Cato. For information, please go to www.cato.org.